All right, so I kind of feel like I should start this episode with some Christmas music in the background because it literally feels like Christmas in July, getting to have two podcast episodes and just getting to sit and chat with you for a second time this week. So if you weren't a part of the conversation on Monday, don't worry, you can go back and listen to that. But we just had a little sit down chit chat and I answered all of your questions about boys and Jesus. So that is a juicy conversation. You're definitely going to want to listen to it. It really just feels like you're sitting down with your older sister or your best friend. And today is not going to be much different. So we are going to be talking about my personal life. I'm going to be sharing all the details about how I started the podcast, where that inspiration came from. We're going to be talking about self-image as well as some of my best advice for you freshmen out there heading to college. We're also going to be going over some of my favorite things as well as giving you all the updates on my job, my move to DC, and just how I'm doing in general. So if you are ready for just an honest, real, unedited conversation, this episode is for you and I hope you'll stay tuned. Hi there, I'm Caroline, a recent college grad and your new personal cheerleader. The She Believe podcast is our time to chat as friends and dig deep into the real stuff. I'm here to let you know someone's in your corner and share truth that will help you become more fully who God has created you to be. Thanks for joining the conversation. You are always welcome. Alrighty, so like I said, this is going to be a real and honest, unedited conversation where I'm going to just be answering all of your questions that you guys sent me via DM. So thank you to everyone that follows me on social media. If you don't already, at Caroline Rose Owens, please join the community. I'd also love to just hear what you're thinking of the podcast. So this is where I am pulling all of the questions from today. This is where I got all the questions from Monday. These are all questions that you guys submitted. So how this is going to work, very similar to last time, I'm going to read the question off and then I'll give you my answer. Like last time, the answers are going to vary in length and depth, depending on what it is and what my thoughts are on it. Um, But of course, as always, if you'd like to hear more about a subject or you want me to bring someone on to talk more about it, please don't be afraid to shoot me a message and let me know because I would love to do so. So to begin us out talking about social media, our first question is, how did you just go for the idea of the podcast and social media? How did you just have an idea of a podcast and social media? So we have those two questions there. And let me just give you a little bit of backstory. So my summer after my freshman year of college, my friend and I, Jesse, shout out to Jesse, we had the idea of where we really wanted to bring together um, college-aged women. We had a real passion for ministry. We had been really involved in high school with our youth ministry. We had really great college women mentors that we admired and we wanted to be when we went off to college. And so summer after freshman year, we were really excited. We had just finished Lady and Confirmation Group and we wanted to bring women together. So we began this little organization called Behold.Ministry, and essentially it was just an Instagram page to bring encouragement and bring the truth to people on social media. Well, that kind of fell off the wagon, but I then began The College Catholic, where I really wanted to just share what it was like to live out my faith in college. I, I wanted to show that you could still enjoy everything college had to offer while still embracing your faith fully and really living a life fully alive. And so 
I began that this that same summer going into my sophomore year. And so I think it was the first day of my sophomore year that I made my first post. And if you scroll all the way down to my Instagram, you'll see that. And that's what I began um, just sharing my life as. I really wanted it to just be a page where I was unafraid to share my faith, where I was unafraid to also just share the life that I was living and to encourage everyday women that um, you can live your faith and still be in a sorority or still love going to college and pursue whatever you want. Anyways, that's a short story. So then last summer, summer 2019, I was just feeling kind of blah. I was like, I I knew I wanted to do more. I was confident that God was calling me to continue ministering to the women in the community that he had given to me through the College Catholic. Also, I'm just going to apologize if you've heard this story before, Um, but I think it's a good one and worth sharing. And anyways, um, I knew that I was going to be graduating in December and I knew that I was going to have to just transition out of the College Catholic phase. And so Long story short, I had an inspiration to begin the podcast over the summer while I was listening to my own podcast and just feeling a void for um, young adult women, specifically that were Catholic, using their voices, using their platforms to share the truth. I had really great examples of that in the Christian world from young adult women, and I had really great examples of older women in the Catholic realm, but I felt like it was missing from young adult Catholics. So... I just had the courage to really start diving in and learning a lot. I spent that summer learning everything there was about podcasts. It was just last summer that I even really knew what a podcast was and started listening. So I had a lot to learn. Um, And it took me until the fall, late fall, to really just begin recording. And I had to get over a lot of fear. Um, But once I hit the record button for the first time, like there was so much peace and assurance that this was exactly what God wanted me to do. And I think that is my lesson from all of this is go where the peace is and also don't be afraid to be bold and to share your faith um, and to really just live a life that's worth um, other people mimicking, live a life that's worthy of other people seeing and saying, ah, yeah, I want that joy. I want that excitement. I want what she has. And what that is, is the joy and love of Christ. So how did I get the idea? It really was just an inspiration from God. And then it took the boldness to act on it there's that. Okay. Second question. How do you combat negative self-image? And I want to put this together with another question that was, how do you combat the devil telling you lies about yourself? And I really love these questions and they're really hard questions to answer because I think there's a lot that goes behind them. Um, But I think especially as women, we have a lot of people, a lot of things, just society and our culture as a general telling us who we should be, who we should not be, what the standard of beauty is. And there's just so many things to compare ourselves to that it's easy to get lost in all of that. And it's easy to think that we're never enough or that we're too much. Um, And so how do I combat those things? I think one is just being rooted in Christ and being rooted in the truth that he has made me as a beloved daughter of God and that nothing someone else says or does will ever change that. That that is the truth no matter what I do, who I am, um, or what someone does to me. And so I think just practically about how we can do that is to stay rooted in the word, to be reading your Bible every day, to be praying every day, and then also having people in your life that are able to speak truth into your life. That is what we are all about here at the She Believe podcast group community is community and about building one another up. And so 
bringing people into your life and being honest with them when you are beginning to believe those lies and voicing them and allowing them to speak truth into your life because those people that are closest to you are going to be able to stand up and say, you know what? No, that is not true. Um, And then thirdly, just a practical is like voicing those lies out loud, those negative thoughts that you have about yourself, even looking yourself in the mirror, as silly as this sounds, and say, in the name of Jesus, I reject the lie that I'm not enough. And what X, Y, Z, I reject the lie that I am not as pretty as my best friend and therefore no guys like me. Whatever those lies or whatever the devil is telling you about yourself that you know is not true, look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that in the name of Jesus that you renounce those. And really it is so powerful. Powerful. I don't do this as much as I should. Um, and even just saying this now reminds me that those things that especially always come up Um, and always kind of bring you back to those dark places. Those are the things that we need to invite Jesus into and tell the devil, no, not today, Satan. Love that question. Um, All right, next. What does a typical day look like for me? So this one's a little more fun, not as deep. Um, And it has definitely changed really drastically over the past few months. So wow, just like six, seven months ago, I was in college. And so life looked very different. It looked like waking up at like, 9 a.m. and going to class and then going to work and then hanging out with my roommates and then going to mass and having Bible study like it was yeah really so fun and then I graduated so I was back home and I was spending a lot of time with my family and then the coronavirus hit and so I was always inside Um, and now I have started a new job so what my life looks like now is I wake up usually around 7 30 to 8 30 somewhere between there I know that's a big gap um and I have my coffee I try to pray in the mornings some days I'll go to mass some days I try to work out that usually doesn't work out in the morning um but then I will begin work at nine and that just kind of looks like a whole array of stuff and then I'll work till about five or six and then my family will eat dinner together and I usually try to work out in the evening if I did not make it to it in the morning or trying to go to the Adoration Chapel, um, and really just spending a lot of time with my family in the evenings. That's what my life looks like right now. (laughs) It's kind of simple and easy, and it always is changing, but I'm really grateful for the extra time with my family, especially. Alrighty, what is the biggest blessing you have received thanks to the podcast? And this is probably... Uh, When I got this question, probably one of the hardest questions to answer because there is just so many. So I'm going to try to narrow it down to one small one. Um, I think often, like we were just talking about those negative thoughts that we have or the lies that the devil tells us about ourselves. I am not immune to that. Um, And I think even when we are bold and when we step into things that we know God is calling us to, the devil attacks us even more. And I think have really just experienced that a lot as I've launched this podcast and have just dealt with comparison or just doubt that my voice isn't needed, whatever it is, X, Y, Z, it's always changing. Um, And the biggest blessing are those days when I put up a podcast, usually the ones that it's just me talking and I'm like, this is dumb. No one's going to want to listen to this. Nobody's going to like it. And it's those days that someone sends me a message and it's like, thank you. This is exactly what I needed to hear. X, Y, Z. And it's usually some really long, really heartfelt message. And it just means so much to me. Even those really short ones, that's just like, I loved this episode. Is that affirmation from God of saying like, this is exactly what I've called you to do. And it has just made it really apparent that 
The things in our lives don't need to impact millions or even hundreds of people. Like if it touches the heart of one person and if it brings one person closer to Christ, then it's all worth it. Um, So just getting to connect with you guys has absolutely been the biggest blessing that I've received. All right. So my last question in this little personal category, our other categories are favorites and life updates. So the last one in personal is best advice for a freshman heading to college at a Catholic school. So I did not attend a Catholic school. I attended public high school and public college. I don't know. Um, I don't know what it's like to go to a Catholic high school or specifically college, what this girl's asking. But my best advice for any freshman heading to college is to not be afraid to step out of yourself and remember that everyone is in the same position. I went to college knowing like, like just a very few handful of people. Thankfully, my sister was there, um, but I didn't know a lot of people. And I was afraid that if I reached out to people, they would think that I was needy or just wasn't able to have friends. So I was always asking them to do things. Um, But I think we need to remember that everyone wants to feel chosen. Everyone wants to feel seen and known. And so people are going to be so grateful and so receptive when we're the ones to reach out and to invite other people in and how good it feels when someone else invites you into something or just invites you to coffee or to hang out with a group of friends. Remember that feeling of how good that feels and then remember to do that for other people, to always be someone to invite other people in um, and not be afraid to get out of yourself and to try something new. That'd be my best advice. And of course, on top of that, go to mass every Sunday, get involved at your Catholic center, at your focus. Um, If you have focus missionaries on campus, that is the number one thing for sure. All right. Awesome. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed those questions. So we're going to move on to kind of a little faster pace for my favorites. So my favorite places to shop, um, TJ Maxx, 100%, about 90% of my closet is from TJ Maxx. I am definitely the person that like scours TJ Maxx for the name brand things like free people. I live for that. Um, so definitely TJ Maxx. That's one of my absolute favorite places to go and just spend my free time. I also really love Madewell. Um, their stuff's a little pricey, but I think it's really good quality and I think it is super cute. And I also shop a lot at Loft. Um, It's a little like old people looking sometimes. And so it's kind of hit or miss. But that has been a go-to for me for a while. Favorite type of restaurant? um, Hands down, Mexican food is my absolute favorite food. You give me a margarita, some chips and salsa, taco. I am good to go. That was the first place I went when restaurants started opening up in Indiana. And I've been multiple times since. (laughs) All right. Favorite prayer, Memorari. It is just my favorite prayer. My mom taught it to us when we were really young. And I always just felt so like excited as a kid when at school, I went to Catholic grade school, when we would pray that in Memorari and I could say all the words. I just felt so cool. Um, And I just think it's an absolute beautiful prayer. Favorite liturgical season. So this one's a little controversial, but I would definitely say Lent. And this has changed a lot over the years and especially this has really just become Lent as I've gotten older I probably would have said like the Christmas season or the Easter season when I was younger Um, but I think Lent is just a really beautiful opportunity to unite ourselves to Christ's suffering and I used to be really discouraged by never being able to stay um, true to my Lenten promises but it's actually become really beautiful when I fail in those the past couple of years because I am just reminded how much I need Jesus so Lent is awesome. Don't let anyone tell you different. And then my favorite saint. Ugh, 
I hate this question because it's so hard. That's why I really love like the whole saint squad. I'm like, oh yeah, let me get a handful. Um, if I had to pick just one, I really love St. John Paul II. I don't know. He's usually not the one I pick. I actually don't know how that just came out, but I just love everything he has to say. Theology of the body, incredible. My favorite quote is from him. So I'm going to go with that. All right. Flew by the favorites. Last and final set of questions is my life update. So like I said, this isn't going to be a super long episode, but I did want to give you guys a little bit of an update on my life. I haven't done a lot of this on my Instagram yet. So this is an exclusive preview you guys are getting on the podcast. So a lot of you guys have asked about my update on the move. When am I moving to DC? Why am I moving to DC? So I thought I'd give you the update. So if you want the full version, you can check out my podcast. I think it's like four ways to achieve your goals or dreams or something. Sad, I should probably know that. But anyways, you can check that one out. I know it starts with four. And it's all about how I landed my dream job. And it's really true. I am living my dream life with my dream job right now. Um, But to pursue that job, I am moving to Washington, D.C. And I was supposed to move back in April to begin my job. And then everything with the coronavirus happened. And so then I was going to move in June. And then things didn't really get any better. So then I was going to move in July. And then I was going to go on vacation. And so they're like, yeah, just wait till August. (laughs) And then things have started to get worse. And people need to quarantine after vacationing and all that kind of jazz. So now it looks like I'll be moving at the beginning of September. But I say that very lightly because I think my moving plans have changed about four or five times. So I say that very lightly. I've said a lot of goodbyes and then hellos just a couple weeks later because I haven't moved. Um, But it's been an absolute blessing and it's been really funny. I applied for this job back in January and knew I got it in February and have been looking for housing ever since. And I have yet to find housing. So if you're in the DC area and you know someone looking for a roommate, let me know because your girl is still on the hunt. Um, but it's been very discouraging and a lot of places have seen promising, but I've fallen through. And truly it is just none other than the work of God because if I would have secured a house back in February for April, A, I would either be living at home and spending money I didn't have on a house that I was not living in. Yes, that would have been a mess. Or if I would have found a a house a couple months later, then I would still not be living there. And I didn't start my job until June 2nd, actually a month ago. I have officially been there for a month. Um, So it's just been a whole blessing. So I still have nowhere to live, but it's okay. I have some more time. Um, And it's just been so clear that God's hand has been through it all. So I promise I will be moving out to DC. I'm really excited. My girl, Cecilia Pappas, is moving there as well. Um, Nicole Caruso, lots of lovely ladies in the city. So I'm really excited to be there with them. Um, But I'm just enjoying and soaking up all the time with my family while I can right now. But I did have a question about with moving to DC, how am I coping and dealing with moving away from family and friends? And I can't fully answer this yet because I haven't moved away. I haven't experienced like that ache and that pull. I do remember what it felt like to leave for college. And the first time my parents like left me in my dorm room by myself and I like sobbed and I was only an hour away like moment of silence I sobbed when my parents left and they were only an hour away and I'm about to move like I think 17 hours across the country for like an extended period of my life yikes scary to think about 
So I'm not really sure how I'm going to cope with that. Um, but I think right now what has been helping me is to just be present in the moment. And I think this is a lesson for everyone, whether you're moving, whether you're not sure if you're going to be going back to school in the fall, whether you're looking for a job, like this is something we all need to remember to just deal with what we have right in front of us and not let our anxieties be in the future. Like the Bible passage of like, let your anxieties are enough for today. I'm sorry that I can't quote that perfectly. Um, But yeah, I really do believe that we spend and waste so much time thinking about the future and thinking about the things that could happen or will happen. And we are wasting what God is giving us right now, or we're building up things in our mind that may never happen. And we're working ourselves up for things that aren't going to be terrible. Um, And so right now I'm really just embracing the season that I'm in and trying to adjust to a new job and just, like I said, like a million times, soaking up the time with my family because I do know it's going to be really difficult to move away from them and all my friends that are here. But I think just remembering that Jesus is the only constant in our life and that no matter where I go, um, he will always be there. And I think that is really when I cling to the beauty of the universal church that even though I can move across the country, that when I go to mass, it's still going to be the same Jesus there. Even just the way that we celebrate the mass is the same. Um, and it brings such a beautiful comfort of home. I know when I had an internship in Colorado with Focus a couple summers ago, I just remember feeling so homesick and sitting in the church and feeling so at peace of like, all right, God, you are the same God here as you were in back in Indiana. And so like be with me here now. So if anyone's experiencing any homesickness, um, yeah, I just encourage you to pray with that and reflect on that. But anyways, we'll end on a little happier note. Um, And thank you for asking how I'm adjusting to my new job. So this is the last question I'll answer. And it has definitely been an adjustment for all of you gals going into your senior year of college or for anyone that just graduated. Like it is a big change to go from college into the real world. And I just feel like I have had the biggest blessing because it has been the like slowest transition of my life. I graduated a semester early in December and then was hired on for my job in I believe February but didn't start until June and so I really just had a lot of time to process and to transition and to really realize like what I want this next phase of my life to look like and I'm so grateful for that and I really believe that it's made adjusting to my new job a lot easier um so it was really strange. I began my first adult job in my childhood bedroom, sitting at my desk and greeting my mom before I went upstairs. And it was just really funny, but it was also just like so assuring that like God takes care of his children. Um, and just to remember that like just because I'm starting a job doesn't mean that like my disposition as a child with God ever changes like he is always going to be my father and even in the same with my earthly parents like as I grow up and as I mature and as I mature uh, as I mature like I said unedited um and become more independent I will still always be my parents child and I know that I can still always count on them and as that relationship changes um there'll be new things and it'll look different um, but it is still so beautiful to know that I have their support and I have the support of God the Father as well. So as far as the job it has been absolutely incredible. Um, I have learned so much so if you aren't familiar I am working with Ringlet which is an innovative impact company. So we work with um, women-owned small businesses especially to do marketing and to really up-level them and to encourage them in their businesses 
And it's just everything that I could have ever dreamed compiled into one job. I absolutely adore the team that I work with. They're all so kind and encouraging. And I think that work culture is the number one thing that you need to consider when looking for a job, especially your first job. That is so important to have people that are going to support you and encourage you in your goals. Um, and then two, just getting to be getting to do business um, and work that is meaningful and making an impact in the community is just like unreal. Like it gives so much purpose to my work every day. And when things are hard or stressful or when I feel frustrated that I don't know something, it's always a really good reminder to take a step back and say like there's greater purpose here. And it also has just been so funny to see the ways that God works and fulfills his promises to his children because Um, I'm working for a company that is not a Catholic business. Um, They're a secular business, but I have two Catholic clients. And so it has just been so fun getting to help them market and help them spread the gospel and to really just take my passions and what I've been doing with my social media and with my podcast and take that in, um, help other people to spread the good news, even if it's not directly saying that. So It's just been so neat to see how God has taken all of these joys and passions that I've had throughout my entire life and has cultivated them into this one position. Um, And especially just having it be my first position out of college just feels like an absolute dream. And I am so very grateful. I know completely that is the work of God. And through the intercession of St. Joseph, definitely everyone check out my podcast highlight tab for that St. Joseph the Worker Prayer because it is incredible. And if you're looking for a job, that is what you need to do. Actually, a lot of you have reached out and said that you have found jobs or have gotten job offers after praying that novena. So I am confident that it works. Um, But yeah, so that's a little update on how I'm doing. That is some personal information about me. And on that note, I just want to thank you guys for all the love and the support that you guys send me. It means so much to me and it really does keep me going and encouraging me through the hard times, especially as I'm trying to balance now a full-time job and everything that I do um, on my Instagram page and through this podcast. It definitely can be overwhelming sometimes, but I know that God is so good and you guys' encouragement always just gives me that extra push to keep going and to do the late nights um, and go the extra mile to share the gospel. So I just want to thank you. And if this is the first episode that you're listening to, welcome. You just got a very quick but very in-depth look into who I am as Caroline. Um, But if you want to know more, please definitely, like I said earlier, check out my Instagram page at Caroline Rose Owens. That is definitely where I share most of my life and my faith journey. And then, of course, please continue to listen to the podcast. Um, It's just so fun getting to just sit and chat with you guys. So I know I said this last time, but please, please, please leave a rating and review. It would mean so much to me. Helps the podcast grow. And like I said, really brings a community together. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this second special episode. Like I said, a little Christmas gift in July. Um, And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day and rest of your week. And I will see you soon on Monday. Bye, everyone.